0: Alright, the podcast ain't gonna record itself. Hit the fucking button. Let's do this. I got shit to do, man. Great one's gotta get to the gym after I get finished recording this. I am in a mood. I'm in a mood today. Holy shit. I don't know what kind of mood it is. There's so much. There's so much that I want to talk about. The mind boggles. Over on Telegram... These fuckers in the Cynical Libertarian Society telegram channel have been putting up some really good shit. Oh my god, i b I gotta do I gotta do a, a fucking watching the decline with these videos you guys have posted. Holy shit. We're fucked. You can scream and shout with all your might. And you can scream, shout, wine, cry, sniffle piss mo, and look for a motherfucking safe space, this ain't it. You can shove your opinions up your ass. That we Biden's cock has something to keep it company. Either you are wrong or I am right. Don't forget, my friends and my enemies, the ever-present, the most likely, the third possibility: you are wrong and I am right. Yes, my friends. Unlike gender, gingers, there's only two of those, male and female. Unlike gingers, there are three possibilities. You could be wrong. I could be right. You could be wrong and I could be right. It's a a beautiful world that we live in, especially when you accept these truths, take them into your heart, and go forth in life going, ah, shit, the Great One was right and I was wrong. I should have listened to the Great One. The Great One, he sounds like a maniac. He says these things, they sound stupid. But then, as we're going to discover in today's podcast, You think, you guys think the Great One is a fucking moron. You think he's just making this shit up. And then, and then, and then we discover that I am a prophet. Okay, I got a lot I want to squeeze into this episode. This might be a shorter than normal episode. Because I have an agenda. We're going to get through it. Now I got to go to the gym. And I got to come back home because I got more podcasting I want to do today. I got a list of things to do a mile long. I was supposed to be working today and the event canceled. So I got a day off that I was not expecting to be a day off. And so I'm making it into a productivity day. All right. it's maybe hard to believe, but we're going to rag on TJ Martinell some more. Maybe we'll even get another podcast out of this. Now we're going to start with, we're going to start with the most harsh, true, critical thing, and we're going to move to other stuff. So let me start with this. We listened to his podcast. Well, I listened to his podcast. You guys should go listen to his podcast. Here's the thing. Let me be very, let the great one be very, very clear. Now, I did not necessarily define exactly what constitutes cosplay when I use the word cosplay. And I take full responsibility for that. I do not have a vagina. I have testicles. I take responsibility for my failures. Now, the best way offhand, and I haven't spent a whole lot of time thinking about this. but oh, great. Well, what does cosplaying mean? Cosplay is when you present yourself as something you're not. That's how I'm using the term. Okay. So TJ did the podcast. He talked about, you know, some people listen to music from the 50s because it's good. I Okay, that's fine. If you listen to music from the '50s, that's not cosplaying. Because see, all these things TJ talks about in his podcast, all well, are these cosplaying and and why it's good. But nothing TJ talked about constitutes cosplay with my definition of cosplay. So TJ talked about how he listens to older music because modern music sucks. He is correct. If you listen to older music, you're not cosplaying as anything. You're just listening to older music because you have fucking good taste and you understand what music is, right? I don't cosplay as someone who listens to Bach. I have right there in the other room, an eight disc on vinyl collection of Bach's harpsichord concertos. One of them is sitting on my turntable right now. I do not cosplay as someone who listens to the harpsichord concertos by John Sebastian Bach. I actually do this. That's not cosplay. TJ talked about wearing clothing that's older style. right? If you're wearing the clothes, if you're wearing a suit from 1950s, you're not cosplaying. You're wearing a suit from the 1950s because you have some style and you recognize that, that I can't even say that modern fashion sucks. There is or style and fashion are different. The best way I've ever heard this summed up style says style is your way of saying to the world, me only. This is me. I am unique. Style is me only. Fashion is me too. Not fag tag me too. Not some Hollywood producer touched you in his pool room. Fashion says, I'm doing what everyone else is doing. It says, me too. Me too. Everyone else is wearing this. I want to wear this. Right? So if you're wearing a suit from the 1950s in the current year, that's not cosplay. That's saying to the world, I have style. I've made a conscious choice about what I'm going to wear. I'm presenting myself in a specific way. Now, if you're wearing a suit from the 1950s and you go on the internet and you order a badge and you get a gun and you walk around and tell people you're a private dick, now you're cosplaying. Unless you're actually a private dick. TJ talked about furniture. I talked about if you have furniture in your house, you're not cosplaying. There's furniture in your house. That's what the furniture is. It's real furniture. We'd be very specific. I criticized TJ and called him a cosplayer for one specific thing. If you listen to his podcast, you will notice he never addresses this. Insert comment about being like a woman. The cosplay insult was directed specifically at, if you go to MasculineGeek.com. And you look at the top, there's a little drawing of TJ and two other guys in World War II infantry uniforms. That is cosplaying that you were an infantry soldier in World War II. I am not cosplaying that I was an infantry soldier. I was an infantry soldier. I don't know how I can make the cosplay thing any more clear than this. If, If anyone is still confused, let me know. I don't think I can make it. Any more clear without really sitting down and thinking this through and needing some specific criticisms to respond to. If you have a picture of yourself on the internet dressed as a World War II infantry soldier and you were not an infantry soldier in World War II, you are cosplaying. You're welcome. Moving on to more important things. So I talked about TJ's books, The Redeemers the stringers, the informers. And I said, where the fuck is book three? When I get finished with the podcast, I'm going to get on the internet and I'm going to look for book three because I need to order this because apparently I don't have it. Well, I went to Amazon of the .com and if there's a book three, I can't find it. I looked, yes, this is the prelude. So now here's the other thing. The prelude was written in 2018 and this will become important in a moment. I have all the books right here in Dead Tree copy. I saw too. I saw some other books by TJ that I don't have in Dead Tree that I'm going to order. So, even guys, even though I'm making fun of him, still read his books. I Man, he's, well, read, what is it, The Aridian? I think I'm pronouncing that wrong. Really good. The other one, the fuck, what was it called? The one about after the societal shakeup in the United States is taken over by a, like, patriarchal, theological, government, any, I can't remember the fucking name. Links will be in the sh- Go to Amazon.com. Look for T.J. Martineau. It's not that hard. Stringers, here at 2016. And then The Informers, 2017. I'm looking at the copyright dates in these. That's where I'm getting this from. And then The Redeemers. So The Redeemers was actually written, even though it's the prelude, after the other novels. Now, I'm not sure because some authors will do stuff like this. And here's general criticism to all authors, all authors. If you are an author, this is for you. Okay. If your books are meant to be read in a specific order, you need to put that in the fucking book. Now, I'm assuming because The Redeemers is a prequel, that I can read the Redeemers first and it will all make sense. And there's a reason I'm saying this. Just everyone hang with me. If I'm supposed to read the Redeemers after I read the rest of the trilogy, which so far is only a biology, there is no trilogy yet because there are only two books available, then I need to know that. That should be in the front of this book. Say, don't read this book before you read the trilogy. Read it after you read the trilogy. And then now i may be making fun of tj for cosplaying but if i get to the end of the informers and it leaves me hanging see if each book of the trilogy which is only a biology right now because there's only two books by we we all understand this right by try everyone with me right now right now tj's trilogy only has the same number of books As there are gingers okay there's male and there's female there's stringers and there's informers only two it's a binary so right now we have a biology if each book in the biology is self-contained that's going to be okay I, I will not have to hurt anyone but if I get to the end of the second book and it leaves me hanging because the story arc was going to be concluded in the third book. Now, I don't know where TJ lives. But I'm going to find out. I'm going to go up there. I'm going to beat the story out of him. I'm going to tie him to a fucking chair. And I'm going to waterboard him. I'm going to make him tell me what happens. So, TJ, if there's a third book, if, I'm just, if it's on Amazon and I'm too stupid to find it, that's a possibility. I'm going to act like that's impossible. I'm not the brightest fucking crayon in the box. Sometimes. Now, when you write your own books, when you self are these are these self-published. I don't know. I was, did TJ? I think TJ. I think these are self-published. I mean, I don't see like a publishing house anywhere on the book. And I'm again, I'm not knocking anybody who self-publishes, but God no, never. I'm all about self publishing. All right, so I think TJ self published these. You guys got to edit your fucking books. I know, and Frank's last book that I read, not his last book that he wrote, the last one I read, or I told you I found a couple of typos. I've seen a couple of typos in TJ's book here, The Redeemers. I'm on page, this will be more relevant in a minute. I'm on page 126. All right, help me out, kids. Help me out. Maybe I'm dumb. I'm open to the possibility. I'm not even cosplaying as someone who might be dumb. I actually really truly might be someone who's dumb. Page 122. Let me go back. I'm going to start reading so we can get this in the flow so I don't take it out of context. Okay, here we go. They started to walk toward the committee. How do they expect to make money here, Carl inquired. Another good question to ask. If there's no demand for what they're doing, why would they do it, Usher replied. Carl took out his pen and notepad, but Usher admonished him put away just as they got men. The men were middle-aged. Weathered features and steely looks gave a glimpse into their past. Okay, help me with this sentence guys. Carl took out his pen and notepad, comma, but Usher admonished him put away just as they got men. So they just got some men. So they're like women. They went down to the man's store, and they got some men. They just got some men. And Carl is being admonished to put away because they just got men. Carl took out his pen and notepad, but Usher admonished him, put away just as they got men. TJ, I will proofread your books for you. Send them to me. Because, you know, one of the ways in which I'm like a woman is I love finding other people's mistakes, I'm really good at that. Aaron used to let me proofread his books, but I'd send back... I, I don't I do not do the digital. I print it out, and then I go through and I circle with a red marker everything that's wrong, and I scan the pages in. I'd send those to them. He didn't let me proofread his last book. He's like, no, I'm not letting that little fucker anywhere near my book. I'm sick of his shit. TJ, I will find your mistakes. I will. And there's not been... Like, other than that, all, all joking aside, other than that, I think I remember like three other words that were typos again okay, it it's obvious what the word's supposed to be it's not that big of a deal but that was just when i read that sentence i'm like what the hell it was T- did, did she did TJ just like right after he did a shot of whiskey or something all right now this is a more serious literary criticism once again disclaimer you guys you know i like tj's books i've talked about them before i think he's a very good author Here's my problem with this book so far. And the characters are good, the writing is good, like it's interesting. I'm going to keep reading it. But this is a this is a real criticism. I'm not trying to be an asshole. Well, I don't have to try. That comes natural. I do not cosplay as an asshole. Great great one. Aren't you on your podcast cosplaying as an asshole? No, this is me. You're welcome. Not as much as you're going to be welcome when we get to the final segment in today's episode. Oh, the welcomeness, you guys. Once again, you're going to be like, great one. You are a prophet. We didn't realize. All right, like the Iridian, which I described as essentially Casablanca in outer space. No problem with that book. I could suspend my disbelief. Everything made perfect sense. The problem with the Redeemers, and this is why I say I want to know, am I supposed to read the Redeemers before the trilogy or after the re- trilogy? Because it might be that the information I need is in the trilogy. And if I read the trilogy first, or, well, the biology, because, you know, conti- continue that routine. If I read the biology first, my questions might be answered. I don't know. So maybe I shouldn't have started with the prelude. Even though the prelude comes first, maybe the prelude is written to be read after the biology. I'm having a very difficult time suspending my disbelief. because So the basis of this story, the basis, the... The synapsis. The synapse, not a synapse. What do you call it? The a synapsis? The Cliff Notes version. Words. Words of their hearts. This is why I'm not an author. <laughs> well, that and laziness. <laughs> In this future time, the government is trying to shut down newspapers by implementing a 90% tax on newspapers. And so these people who publish newspapers on dead trees have all gone to Seattle, which has suffered a devastating earthquake and is still partially in ruins, to print underground newspapers. And their reporters are all competing for stories, and they're literally Hitler shooting and killing each other. Now, on a minor level, you're expecting me to believe that someone who majored in journalism, otherwise known as majoring in math avoidance, is going to shoot another human being. I have a hard time believing that there are any journalists who could find that kind of spinal column. But more importantly, here's the biggest suspension of disbelief I cannot do. Why is the government trying to shut down newspapers? Number one, newspapers are the propaganda arm of the government— And number two, newspapers are already being shut down by a thing called the Internet. And yes, this book is a little bit older, but I mean in 2017 when he started writing this series, or well, he started writing probably in 2015, 16, something like that to produce the books in time. The Internet existed, and this was happening. But the biggest part is I don't understand... Why is the government trying to shut down newspapers? He said, maybe this is explained in the other books, but I'm having a really hard time buying it. It just makes no sense to me. Other than that, it's good stuff. I'm going to keep reading it. And you know, the answer here's the thing, too the answers may be in there. I didn't get this, I didn't have this question answered for me on page number one. And that's fine. I'm like, okay, so I, I start reading the book. I think, okay, TJ is going to give me the reason for this at some point. As I said, I'm on page, what page am I on? I'm on page 126. Okay, 126 pages into the book. By this point, I need to know, I need to have some kind of inkling as to why the government is trying to shut down newspapers. I really need this information for me to suspend my disbelief. And yes, it's in an alternate universe, obviously. Maybe in this alternate universe, the newspapers... Are not the propaganda arm of the government. Maybe that's true. And if that's what's going on, I need to know that. I really need this information. Now, you also may recall, I mentioned, and if you listen to TJ's podcast, he talks about going to a, I called it a masquerade, costume party is more accurate. He talked about going to a costume party in Boulder, where it's going to be 1940s, World War II, whatever, which again, is not cosplay because you're going to a party that has a theme. It's a cost, If you go to a costume party in costume, that's not cosplaying, that's attending a costume party. Okay. When actors go on stage in costume and pretend to be somebody else, they're not cosplaying because they're not pretending they're somebody else. They're portraying somebody else for the purpose of entertainment. Kind of like how women pretend to be somebody they're not all the time in order to get attention and to get money and to get likes. So going to a costume party is not cosplaying. If you leave the costume party and you're at home and you still think you were an infantry soldier in World War II, now you're cosplaying. So TJ said he's going to this thing, and it's in Boulder. I said, oh, TJ, Heart of Enemy Territory, Keep an eye on your drink at all times because someone will spike your drink. Not with a date rape drug. They'll spike your drink with estrogen and try to turn you into a tranny. And I said also watch out because the women you talk to, a third of them are going to be men. So be very careful. I don't know how good TJ is at tranny spotting. I i am very good. Now, I will put my tranny spotting skills up against anyone. This is also not a joke. Living in Fort Collins, as long as I've seen a lot of trannies. My God, the one day I saw here, I, you know, and then the American Indians, they want to be like, oh, we invaded and white man. guy, I saw an American Indian, a man, very clearly a man. I know what a man looks like. He was very manly looking in a red dress and high heel shoes in downtown Rapid City. Like, And I've said this before, like moving here, I can see the infection. I can see it creeping in. A lot of people here in Rapid City think that this place is conservative. Guys, the infection, it's coming. And this is not like the Wuhan hoax. This is a real infection. I can see it coming. So I said, TJ, keep an eye on your drink because somebody's going to spike it with estrogen and try to turn you into a woman. I don't know. Maybe TJ would look good with tits. I don't know. But I said unto TJ Martinell and my listeners and the universe and the internet, I said unto you, TJ, keep an eye on your drink because someone will spike it With estrogen and they said great one you're insane no one would ever do that you said great one how do you make this shit up this isn't real no one would ever do that you said great one No one would ever do that. You obviously hate women. (sighs) Ladies and gentlemen, I am a prophet. Feel free to kneel down on the ground and fucking bow before me. I log into the Telegram today. I go over to Common Filth's Telegram channel. Someone has posted the following. It's from a website called Consequence.net. In one of the most bizarre band shakeups of all time, a hardcore band, I don't know what a hardcore band is. A hardcore band named Lorona has fired their singer after he allegedly, allegedly, they said, great one. No one would do that. After he allegedly dosed his bandmate with estrogen dosed his bandmate with estrogen you're welcome you are fuck on your knees right now worship me you're welcome this is february the 26th at 9:30 p.m. this is published after i recorded that episode you're welcome You know, you fuckers out there need to stop doubting the great one. Oh, great one. The electricity's never going to go off. Okay. Okay, motherfucker. After he allegedly dosed his bandmate with estrogen in a plot to steal his fiance. The Nashville-based band revealed the news in a post on their Instagram account, which has since been deactivated. Apparently, their singer, Diego, was obsessed with bassist Six's fiancé. The bassist is named Six, S-I-X-X, not Six of Nine like Seven of Nine, he's named Six. The vocalist allegedly, 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 secretly dosed six with estrogen in an effort to make the bassist more feminine and use the opportunity to quote swoop in unquote by looking quote. Stronger and more manly in comparison. Unquote. The alleged. There's a lot of use of the word alleged here. The alleged diabolical plot. I love this. This is a, this is journalism. This, this writing. This is journalism. The guy who wrote this is going to shoot another person to get a story. The alleged diabolical plot led to six seeking medical attention and racking up thousands of dollars in doctor's bills? TJ, do not let your drink out of your sight. You have been warned. This is not a joke. The full post from Six via Lorana's since-deleted Instagram post reads as follows, Quote, we have this, so this is this is what they posted on their Instagram. The band. This is their official statement because this is where official statements happen is on Instagram. Why? Why would? Why would? Are newspapers relevant to anything anymore? Everything on the internet's like I'm I'm looking at websites and shit. And so with the, pe- the few people who are not in the manosphere and therefore post links to their source material, right? I click on the link. I go to look at the source material. Like literally Hitler, a third of the time, it's behind a fucking paywall. All right. This is all, hang on. Let me look at this. Yeah. So all, all, this is all quoting. This is all quoting the band until I say it's not quoting the band anymore. We have decided to part ways with our vocalist Diego Due to the admission of very disturbing and concerning behavior towards one of our band members band members and their partner. Do you mean his fiance? One of our band members and their partner. So what, six identifies as a them they? And Diego needed to give six estrogen to be more manly than some person who doesn't know if he's a boy or a girl and calls himself they? One of our band members and their partner. Once again, the correct wording would be his, masculine, fiance, feminine. This tells me everything I need to know about the You know, I didn't even I didn't even Google this band. I'm going to have to Google the band now. I want to know what these people look like. If I find anything interesting, I'll put links in the show notes. He has admitted to being obsessed with said partner and has been attempting to sabotage their relationship by cutting pre-workout he frequently gifts from his job with high amounts of estrogen in them so Diego's putting the estrogen in the fucking workout supplements that he's been giving to six <laughs> <laughs> He has been attempting to force a transition onto him for the last five months in hopes that would give him the opportunity to swoop in once he looked stronger and more manly in comparison. Stupid caveman mindset that makes zero sense. That's what it actually says. This tampering has caused confusion. Confusion. I man, I'm growing titties. I'm confused. (laughs) You know, this whole thing to me, this sounds really very anti-trans. I think this band is probably transphobic. That's really what's going on here. This is a lot of transphobia. You know, I, fuck, I did not, I should have put a trigger warning at the beginning of this episode that this would contain transphobic content. I hope there are no trannies who are listening to this and are being phobified right now by the transphobia. This tampering has caused confusion and thousands of dollars, really, only thousands? Oh my God, hold on, I've got a tangent for a second Just because I just thought about it. Speaking of people that I love but will give shit to them anyway, like T.J Martinell, I've told you guys the people I work with now, the men, it's all men. the men I work with now are great guys to work with. love them, love them the fucking death. they're fantastic. Best crew I've ever worked with. Great friends, wonderful people. Not just saying that in case they hear this podcast one day. Because if they ever hear this podcast, I'm going to get fired, so it won't fucking matter what they think. The one guy, his wife, is literally going insane. She is literally having delusions. And they're having to watch her. And they're having to change her meds. Guys, listen to me. I don't think I need to say this to this audience. And this is the same guy who has a fucking STD. Did I tell you where he got the STD? He got it from his wife. She had it when he met her. Guys, do not marry women who have STDs. Do not marry women that are on medication she's literally going insane and he's having to deal with this and he has a child with her and he has a thing called a job and he has to make and he's got to deal with all of this do not marry women who are on medication It does not matter what kind of... There are no fucking unicorns. There's no... I don't care how much you love this bitch. If she's on medication, it's going to go bad. It might be next week. Might be next year. Might be next decade. Might be right before the electricity goes off and somebody spikes your drink with estrogen because you didn't listen to The Great One. Because you think, oh, The Great One, he's just a racist. He says the word nigger on his podcast. He doesn't know anything. You can fucking justify this shit all you want. It's your life that these insane women are going to ruin. Okay? You need to fucking love yourself a little bit more than you're desperate for pussy. And I can understand being desperate for pussy. I can understand wanting a family. I understand wanting kids. I can understand wanting these things, but you got—you can't be stupid. it I, I know it's hard. I'm not saying that sarcastically. I'm sure it's difficult. You're really—you're—you're you're hoping, which is not a process. Maybe I can find the fucking unicorn and actually just have a something resembling a normal life with a family and some children. It can be done, but the odds are against you, and you're not going to do it with a woman who has an STD and is on medication. You're not once again let other people's lives be a fucking warning to you she's literally having delusions and they're changing her medication what's she on medication for God only knows She's on medication for mental stuff. She's on medication for the STD. She's on medica- medication for physical stuff. She, who fucking knows how much medication she's even on? And then you take all these fucking drugs and you mix them together in a human body. Yeah, I'm sure this is safe and effective. I'm sure that this specific combination of drugs has been tested previously. It's just like the fucking Wuhan facts. It's safe and effective. Guys, do not marry women with fucking student loans. Do not marry women who are on medication. Do not marry women with STDs. Do not marry women with tattoos. Do not marry women with piercings. Do you not know, marry the age? Oh, God, do I want to... There's this other... My God, they're insane. Can we talk about... Can we talk about women for a minute? Can we talk about the girls for a minute? Can I tell you this fucking story? Then we'll get back to the estrogen lacing, which is hilarious as hell. You're welcome. I, I I called it, I go, oh, great one, you're just a racist. Yeah, what the fuck ever. Whatever helps you sleep at night, nigger. Whatever fucking helps you sleep at night. So you guys know I donate blood. And I've told you why. I don't need it. you a great one. Do you donate blood to get laid? No. So anyhow, now I've talked about the one girl there, really nice, blah, blah, blah. All right, so I go there. There's a different chick there. Probably about around thirty, nonetheless, kind of cute, attractive, long red hair, white. We're talking, we're doing the thing. She's sticking needles in me and stuff, right? Having a good time. Good again. Could they be acting? We all know waitresses are acting because that's how they get tips, right? I mean, this I'm not tipping these people, so they have no real incentive to act. But okay, so if she, if she, even if she is acting, she's doing a good job of acting like a person who has a personality and a sense of humor. We're riffing on each other and I'm cutting jokes and she's coming back. We're having a great time. Outside my normal age range because I only like younger chicks. I'm not, but cute, redhead. I'm like, after she, stuck, after she pulled the needle out of my arm, I could have asked her out. You know, don't Never ask a girl if she wants to go on a date before she sticks a needle in your arm. Because if she is some kind of feminazi and she gets all offended, you're fucked. Okay, so wait till the needle has been pulled out of your arm, then you ask her if she wants to go out. I mean, very charming, attractive woman. Great one. Did you ask her out? No, I didn't ask her out. Well, why not, great one? Are you a racist? Yes, I am, but that's not the reason I didn't ask her out. Well, great one, did she put estrogen in your drink? No, but that's not the reason I didn't ask her out. You guys, come on, come on. You, you're, not, you're not stupid. You listen to this podcast. Well, half of you aren't, remember? 50% of you are above average intelligent. Fifty the... percent. Great one. Why didn't you ask her out, great one? Okay, guys, let's review this. She's a redheaded white woman. What do you think she has? Now, if you said a half-nigger baby, I don't know. She might. I didn't ask her if she had any children. She wasn't wearing a wedding ring. I didn't mention that, but she wasn't wearing a wedding ring. She actually might have a half-nigger child or two. I don't know. She's a redheaded white woman. Does she have tattoos? Of course she has tattoos. Does she have a tattoo? On her chest of course she has a tattoo on her chest does she have a nose ring in her nose not the little thing like in the nostril but the ring hanging down from the middle like you put in the nose of a bull. does she have a nose ring hanging out of her nose of course she does does she have ear gauges And not just little ones. No, no, no. Does she have ginormous, like two inch in diameter, ear gauges? Of course she does. Because you see, and we'll we'll talk more about this in the future, because we got to get back to estrogen dosing. You see, women could have been wives and mothers. But women in the modern day, these women, they have chosen not to be wives and mothers. They have chosen to be circus freak fuck toys. This is what they have chosen. And this is how we must treat them. I'm looking at this, I'm going, this this was a perfectly dateable woman until she fucking mutilated her body. And I don't know if she has a TikTok channel where she posts videos about how she can't find a good man, but I would not be surprised if that's what she does in her free time. Holy fuck, girls. I, I don't have sympathy for you. I don't. No sane man does have sympathy for you. Between your body mutilation, your student loan debt, your medications, your STDs, your, your just your peak fucking arrogance. You know, there's a reason you can't find a good man, and that reason is you. all right this tampering has caused confusion and thousands of dollars in medical bills the past months trying to figure out what's wrong see as if transitioning to a woman is wrong see this is transphobic he should be celebrating that this transition to womanhood there's nothing wrong with this this is excruciatingly transphobic we would not know any of this Unless Diego had gotten way too intoxicated and ousted himself and then stated an admission to all of this via text. There are many more disgusting details that have been left out for the sake of privacy and general censorship. As for Diego's response, it cannot be further from the truth on the supplement side of things. The only sealed products he would provide were proteins, but the other products were always unsealed because they were tossed at his job if they couldn't sell, hence why it was free. He also had easy access to steroids and hormones because of his gym practices. I am going to be seeking an endocrinologist over the next few months to track my hormonal fluctuations to see if my estrogen levels are extremely heightened and go back to normal over time. I have had physical changes from the hormones besides stomach ulcers, weight loss, and muscle fatigue that I will not get into. In other words, he grew titties. As well as notable mental changes well yes when you start becoming a woman you're going to have mental changes they're not going to be good ones either your IQ is going to go down your emotions are going to get out of control (laughs) I have had physical changes from the hormones besides stomach ulcers weight loss and muscle fatigue that I will not get into Why don't you just admit on the internet that you grew titties? Everybody knows this means that you grew titties and your testicle shrank. (sighs) TJ, do not let your drink out of your sight. I will be getting the last batch of pre-workout he gave me tested for estrogen. I have (laughs) a go to the lab. Hey, can you can you test my workout supplement for this? Project? <laughs> and the lab tech is going to be like, hey, you're that guy from the band. <laughs> can we see your tits? Dude, show us your tits, dude. Come on. Come on. You're the bass player for a, what is it, a hardcore band. I still don't know what a hardcore band is. I know what a country band is. I know what a rock and roll band is i know what a jazz band is i know what a punk band is i do not know what a hardcore band is if you're a hardcore band wouldn't that be something your bass player has tits be out there, playing whatever music, and all all the crowd is chanting, "Show us your tits! Show us your tits!" And your bass player, bam, he comes up to the front and the spotlight, he goes, does like this bass solo, boom, and he throws his hands up and he reaches out, grabs his shirt, lifts it up, and shows the audience his titties, and that crowd goes wild. I mean, you could put this on TikTok. You, you OnlyFans, OnlyFans. Why does this guy not have an OnlyFans account? He'll make a fortune. But no, no, he's all he's all fucking tranny phobic. He wants to get rid of the titties. I will also be getting the last batch of pre-workout he gave me tested for estrogen. I have about two to three full cups of it left. He will not pass off what he has... What he has... He will not pass off what he admitted to as a joke or confusion, even in his state of drunkenness. What he did is disgusting, although when doctors do this to small children, it's not disgusting. Isn't that fascinating? If a doctor gives estrogen to an eight-year-old boy, that's something we're supposed to celebrate. But when Diego gives estrogen to Six, because Diego wants to bang Six's fiance, oh, now all of a sudden this is supposed to be a bad thing. What he did is disgusting and has had an immense negative effect on my life. Well, yes, being turned into a woman would have a negative effect on anyone's life. The band also shared screen grabs of Diego. Okay, that was the end of the quote back to the article The band also shared screen grabs of Diego apparently admitting to his actions with one of his text reading quote, "I was really drunk and told Six and his fiance that I was obsessed with her and had a deep hatred for Six and gave him estrogen to get an edge up on him." Unquote. Okay Do not tell other men that you're obsessed with their fiancé and you hate them. Just general rule. Something to take forward with you in life. Just a little, you know, a little wisdom. It's right up there with don't marry women who are on medication. Don't marry women who have STDs. Don't marry women who have student loan debt. Don't marry women who have engaged in self-mutilation. It's a sign of mental illness. Mental illness nowadays means being put on medication. Okay, Don't marry women who have OnlyFans accounts. Don't marry women who have TikToks. Don't tell other men that you hate them and you're obsessed with their fiancés. Don't let your drink out of your sight when you're in Boulder, Colorado because it might get laced with some motherfucking estrogen. All of these words of wisdom are coming to you from the great one himself, the founder of the Cynical Libertarian Society, who has been on the internet since 1999, who's been podcasting for 18 years, who's right, who is always right, who has always been right, who has never been wrong. And you thought, you guys thought, oh, he's just making up this estrogen dosing thing Nobody's going to spike anybody's drink with estrogen. That never happens. Well, ladies and gentlemen, once again, the Great One has shown you that His wisdom is the greatest wisdom in the universe. You can listen, you cannot listen, but you cannot deny the reality when it comes right up there and slaps you right in the face with its estrogen induced titties.